Coming up on this episode of Globe Writer with Tony, we are talking about disappointment. How do you cope with it? How do you deal with it? What are some ways that it actually helps you Globe Writer? Stay tuned as we discuss all that and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Globe Writer with Tony. I'm Tony, your host, and today we are talking about disappointment. After we just came off that big, high, previous episode of attracting, aligning, and action, we're going to follow it up with disappointment. And actually, we are going to discuss how disappointment can actually help you Globe Writer if you use the right lens to review it. But before we do that, let's backtrack. Let us backtrack. So after the previous week of attracting, aligning, and action, I just wanted to share how I always like to implement things in my own life. You know, that's how I I love relating to all of you and connecting is because I literally have those things happening to me. And... About a week ago, I was talking to a few of my friends and I said, you know, in a year and a half, I really want to change. I want to change with the way, you know, career-wise, professional-wise, like, you know, different things shaping up. And I discussed with one of my best friends and we were talking about like, you know, maybe I needed to meditate more and to really focus on what's going on. And that was on, so Thursday, I indicated like in a year and a half, you know, I want to like look towards something like reevaluating what's going on in my life. Friday, I spoke to one of my best friends and talked to them and they were like, you need to meditate and get, get clarity. Saturday, I was speaking with another one of my really great friends and they said, you know, Tony, I really see you doing X, Y, Z. And I left, I left after talking with them or getting off the phone. And I said, oh my God, I'm so energized. I'm so invigorated. Yes. And then I remember prior conversations that I had with people who didn't even know me as well as two of my best friends and realized, oh my gosh, things are aligning. And literally today, as I'm speaking to you, the same friend that I spoke with on Saturday emailed me and said, Tony, there is this great workshop that I think you should attend and they opened it up just for this week. And I think this is really on your path. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't know if I have the money, you know, like different things. I need to move around some things. And then guess what? I went on the website and there was actually like one of the ways to like make it work within my budget that didn't put me in debt, that didn't do any of these things. And literally got me so invigorated and so excited that I was thinking, oh my God, I'm attracting a lining and I'm taking action. And that is how quickly it happened. And that is just like that quote that we discussed last time with um, Pablo or Palo, Quailo, I can't even think of the name. <laughs> but when the universe knows what you desire, the whole universe lines up to, you know, make those expectations and everything align. So that's coming off of like my high of what happened and I am jazzed beyond belief. And then I was thinking, man, I'm really going to follow that up with a disappointment. 
But honestly, that goes back to last season when we talked about duality. You can't have one without the other. And that is literally what life is all about. Is that one time you are having the extreme of the highest highs and at the same time the lowest lows could be. Or it could be that, you know, in the same breath you are doing something really outdoorsy and then you go and explore your art size. There's two sides, you know, of everything. And it's so cool. So with that being said, I'm sure a lot of the Kansas City Chiefs fans are pretty much in their disappointment because if you are in America and you watch the Super Bowl, as you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl pretty handily, 31 to 9, beat the Chiefs. And I don't think anybody, Las Vegas odds, any odds were anticipating that the Chiefs were going to have not as great of a showing as they were supposed to. And I'm sure that they were very disappointed. And how do you come back from something that you're disappointed by? How do you go within and think, how can I turn this around to glow brighter? You might not be on the Kansas City Chiefs. And you might not have had that loss on that magnitude of a grand scale of a public scale. However, we all have small little setbacks and disappointments that affect us in the same kind of vain way and in the same vein, not in the vain way, but affect us. And where do we go from there? How can we channel that and turn that into something that we can use? Come back and we're going to keep discussing disappointment. We're going to go into one of my most recent disappointments And we are going to tackle it all and see how it can actually make us glow brighter. Come back in just a bit. So like I said in the last segment, I was talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and how they had a huge disappointment because they lost the Super Bowl. And I had me thinking about in this same week, prior week, I also had a disappointment. So as you remember, I was on the whole 30 for the month of January, January 4th, and I finished February 4th or February 2nd because it's 30 days. And I went in to the Whole30 and I was doing it with a big group of people and we were all jazzed and sharing recipes and I was so excited and I was excited throughout the whole thing. Like just super excited, felt really good. If you haven't heard about the Whole30, please go and you know look it up and see if that's something that works for you. Basically, it's just resetting your gut and your insights from all the craziness that we eat in our lifetime, in our month. And it helps us learn to really appreciate whole foods. Some things that I really learned is that there's sugar in everything. You read the labels and the, you know, actually the ingredients and how much sugar is in stuff. And sugar doesn't really operate well with my particular body type. And, you know, you channel and you're making different healthy choices and it's great. It's a great mindset and it's great. And a lot of people see results in all kinds of ways, mentally, emotionally, skin, because all of that is related, right? And for me, I knew going in, I was like, I'm not going to expect to lose anyway. Like I'm doing this strictly because I want to reset my body. I want to have healthier choices with food. 
I want to be a great support for the people I'm doing it with. And I'm really going to do this. So make it to the last 30 days. It was so great on them. Like followed everything to a T. Was so pumped up. This is the second time I've done it. And go and I'm like, I'm just going to weigh, right? Because you're not supposed to weigh the whole 30 days. So, the, you know, I was like on the day, 31st day, the day, first day off the cleanse. I said, I'm going to weigh myself. And prior to that, you know, people have lost like five to 11 pounds and 10 pounds. And I was like so excited. And I kind of thought that that wasn't going to be my personal in result goal, right? Like I just knew, I know my body. If you know your body, you know, right? So I knew I was like, ah, maybe I don't think I've lost that much, but I had a number in mind and I, and it was a very reasonable expectation. And I thought I'm going to definitely, I, I'm going to hit that. Like I'm going to hit that. I know in my heart, I'm going to hit that. Jump on the scale. My heart was wrong. People, my heart was wrong. And that hurt my heart, (laughs) for lack of a better word. And I started crying. And I know in the grand scheme of things of life, it's not something like dire or whatever. It was, it was just being disappointed and disappointed because I knew I set my expectations. I was very realistic in what I knew my body was going to achieve. Yet, I still thought, ah, maybe there's a chance. There's a chance, you know, that it could go a different way. That doesn't discount everything I learned on the cleanse and everything and how I was feeling. But in that moment, I was just disappointed. Disappointed that I have to work harder in this area because of some health concerns of mine and it makes it a little bit more challenging and I wanted an easy fix an easy result right our society is all about like can we have a fast fix can we do something like quickly can we get this quickly can we attain it and this particular example relates to weight loss but that's in life right like we want everything to happen now right now on our expectations right now on when everything's supposed to happen we want it now and we want this And I always have to remind myself of the childhood fable of the tortoise and the hare. Sometimes your journey is like a hare, like really fast. Like how I just told you at the first start of this episode when I was like attracting, aligning, and everything fell into place. And then there's times when slow and steady, like the tortoise, wins the race. And for me... That has been my journey with health, weight loss, etc. It is slow and steady and it is not fast and it is not huge gains. And sometimes that brings a point, a lot of disappointment when <laughs> you've done a cleanse and you're like, man, I want this to be the hair. I want this to be, but it's not. And that was my disappoint my most recent disappointment you know there's plenty like going through your life I'm sure you look at your life and you're like man I've had like tons as we all have right because duality the joys and the disappointments are all intermixed together and that is literally one of the things when you're dealing with disappointment 
acknowledge it. Acknowledge that it hurt. Acknowledge that you wanted a different outcome. That's okay to say that. I think sometimes when we are vulnerable, we're scared to say, I wanted something different and that didn't happen. And right now that really hurts me. But I know, you know, I can get past it in time, but not right now. And I gave myself a day, you know, to just fully be like, you know what, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Go and do. And, And then I had to remember to be kind to myself. And, I'm, and I say that to all of you too, whenever you're dealing with a disappointment, whatever it is, remember also to be kind to yourself because just now in our present day, we are in the pandemic still. We have adapted with a lot of changes as a global national whole. And I think sometimes we forget to do that key integral piece of being kind to ourselves. So when you are dealing with disappointment, acknowledge it, acknowledge it, bask in it, sit in it, not for too long, but really do. And then also be kind while you're doing that. Some other things, you know, that I think about with disappointment is one of the ways that disappointment hits us is our expectations, right? We had expectations in place. That it was going to be this, it was going to be wonderful, it was going to be all of these things. It, pick, pick a topic in your life and you can just say, I have this expectation that it's going to be like this. And then it doesn't in your disappointment. Well, was your expectation too high? Was it too low? Were, did it need to be reevaluated? Did it turn out to be something better? That's what disappointment does. It makes us reevaluate and reflect. And that's not always a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. It actually helps us get more in tune and aligned and more balanced with what it is we truly want to align with and what it is we truly want to desire. And that is something that's super glow brightery. That's something that can glow brighter with you is acknowledging that disappointment happens to everyone and that in that disappointment, It can actually help you shape things, change things, align with things. If you are constantly attracting the same lesson, right? You, I don't know, listen example of, say you're always dating the same type of person and that same type of person doesn't really work the best for you, right? If you're single and you keep attracting the same one. Well, there's obviously something with the expectations or something that maybe needs to be shifted or adjusted to handle, you know, those disappointments and those things. It actually can help you like reevaluate things. I read this article on the Harvard Business Review and it's called Dealing with Disappointment. And I'm going to go on the next segment and talk more in depth about what they say about disappointment and how that happens, and what to do more than just acknowledging and managing your expectations to reevaluate and readjust, but what they also tie it to. So come back here after this break, and we'll discuss that article and more. 
In the article by the Harvard Business Review called Dealing with Disappointment, how I touched on the last segment where we talked about managing expectations, they quote in there, expectation is the root of all heartache. And that quote, you know, really embodies what disappointment or hopes and everything can be. And especially when they're aligned and when they're not so aligned and how to really like look at our expectations and see if they're really aligned with what we want. So one of the things that I read more about was they said that a lot of our disappointment in the way we handle things is from our developmental influences. So basically how our relationship was with our parents, how our early formative years, like things that we look at when we are young. And usually you can fall into one of three camps. If you have disappointment, you could go into being an underachiever, like every time you just set your bar low and you really like prevent yourself from feeling disappointment. The other one is you could go into coming an overachiever. And so everything you, you know, do all these expectations that are, have to be appropriate, realistic, and that you set your bar way too high and to try to continue to more. And then the last one, of course, is a more balanced approach. And they, they attribute that to your parents who didn't really try to be perfect. They didn't expect their children to be perfect either but they were just good enough and quote unquote good enough, but that they helped them feel secure in relationships and learned how to navigate the terrain. But just because your developmental history is maybe you have, you've seen all of that, like all three of those sides doesn't mean that that's going to be the thing that's going to continue with you. That's just one layer of you that disappointment has that you work through, right? Or you do the opposite. So It's just a valuable piece of information that helps you evaluate like how you respond to disappointment. The same can be said about coping. How do you cope with disappointment? Like, what do you do? Do you continue on this web of like sadness and you're just let down or, or are you on the other side of it where you're like, I'm going to plan my way out of it. I'm going to do this. I'm the latter on that case. That doesn't mean that that's good or bad out of the two, it just means that's my natural response. What's yours? You know, like, how do you respond? Like, what do you do? Do you sit in it for a while? Do you push through? Do you, do you avoid it? You know, all those things help you learn more about yourself. And I think that's the whole thing of disappointment is it helps you learn about yourself and how you can use that experience to go more to go differently. It's like, it's like that Chinese proverb, you know, fall down eight times, get up nine. It's the same thing here. Like what, how does that look for you? And it was so in the article, it talks about Winston Churchill as an example that early in his career, he was in the first world war war, and he came up with his plan and the plan failed and tens of thousands of people died and he was disgraced and he felt crazy, right? Like he predicted this thing and planned it and then it did not go the way that he anticipated. So like for him, he refocused, he got away from politics, then he like rejoined and he got out of his depression is what he called it. And then he found some new information about himself, about others, about how he was going to proceed 
So in the article, it says far too many people when faced with disappointment tend to attribute negative life events to their personal feelings. They start self-blaming. And as a result, they direct their anger inward to themselves. Also too, on the same vein, some people, you know, express their anger outward when it doesn't work and they become spiteful, vindictive, bitterness. And either one of those emotional responses are however your MO is and like that's where you go from, it's not right or wrong, but it's how do you work out of those to get over the disappointment because we all struggle with it. And they're all something that we learn from. So again, let's go back and let's acknowledge it. Like what, why did this happen? What happened? What, what kind of steps led to this? Where did this go? What kind of things were predictable? What kind of things were preventable is what the article says. And what kind of things were unavoidable and beyond our control? Because sometimes they are. If we're relying on another person, sometimes that's without our, out of our control. And I always say, you always have control of your own stuff. So whenever you're shifting to what, what someone else does, that's not really aligning you with yourself. It's like when you look at social media and you look at somebody and you're like, man, their life is so perfect. They have all this going for them. I'm over here struggling with all these things. Well, guess what? Social media is a paintbrush that you paint however you want. And I, however you do that, more power to you. I don't have any, any thoughts, judgments, whatever. If that's the way you are and you're living a different life, like that, that's, that's your choice. And that's why I always think it's so crazy to compare yourself to someone else because you don't know the whole story. You don't know what's happening. And I know everybody says that, but it's so true. So with acknowledging and reflecting and saying like, hey, how did this happen? What kind of ways could I have avoided? Which kind of ways don't I have any control over? And then again, like managing our expectations. Were they too high? Were they too low? If I'm the type of person, y'all just heard me say, I'm a person who you know, starts, I get a disappointment and then I just start planning the next step. Maybe I don't really sit in the sad acknowledging phase. That's not right or wrong. That is just the way that I adjust. That's what copes for me. But the reality is you can never avoid disappointment. It's just not possible in life. There's just too many things that come up. So it's important to just be aware of what that is. And then also, if you're having things that occur regularly to you, like there's constant disappointment, it might be like the article advises to reevaluate our perceptions and behaviors. Could I have done something different? Could I have communicated with somebody in a better way? Could I have done the whole 30 and also really listened to my body and knew from past being in this body for 30 plus years knowing how mine operates and really listening, adding those great healthy behaviors I found and then adding things that I've learned my whole life. Yes, and that's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm dealing with that disappointment. And then also too, like if I'm asking somebody else for my opinion or their opinion, listening, listening with, with an ear, trusting someone enough to give me the proper not criticism, but the proper critiquing that I might need. And then what support and resources do I have at my disposal? Disappointment can be a very pushing, telling, moving more into your alignment. It's whether or not you accept it 
not accept it because who wants to accept disappointment, but it's whether or not you can really like have it and then really heal from it and deal with it in a different way. Disappointment will be around probably till the end of our lives. And that is okay. I tell you these stories about me crying and doing all these things because I just want you to know that you're not alone and that we're all having different pieces of ourselves that we struggle with that we might be disappointed in. But there is ways to go forward. Having someone that's trusted that you can talk to if you don't, you know, you can journal it out. Journaling is so therapeutic. If you haven't done it, you know, I strongly suggest. But you know, it's disappointment can be something to fuel you and it can also be something to really set you back. It's not meant to destroy us as the article states and as I'm stating. It's just noting that when it comes, how can we acknowledge it, manage our expectations, reflect and grow? And that might take a little bit of time. It might not happen overnight. And that is okay. Just know that disappointments help push us more sometimes. And sometimes they're just really like slaps in the face and we're like, oh, this can't be. But if you are struggling with something, um, I hope that you do find someone to reach out and help you like heal and help you get to the root of what that is. And if you're like me with the weight loss and a struggle that's been your whole life, you know, just know you know your body. You know you. And every day you can start anew, whether it is just simply acknowledging the day with gratitude or acknowledging something with gratitude. But every day is a chance that can change. And I really believe that. And I hope you believe that too. So thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for acknowledging your own disappointments and acknowledging that it is okay and acknowledging ways to maneuver it and change it in a different way. I hope you all have the best week. I hope you all have something magical that comes to you and something that makes you glow brighter. And when you do, please share it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Globe with Tony or on my website. And if you like my podcast, please leave a five star or a review. I would greatly appreciate it. I will see you back here next week when we discuss more in life, more in-depth topics. And I hope you have the best day and the best abundant week. I will talk to you soon. Friends, stay connected with me. Follow me on Instagram at Globewriter with Tony, or you can check out my website at www.tonyapple.com. That's spelled T-O-N-I-A-P-P-E-L-T. Thanks so much.